You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Comics, television, movies, and more. If it impacts fan culture, we have something to say about it. And now, your hosts, Michael, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. Hi, this is the illustrious Michael K. Easton. I'm Jordan Lowe. I'm Cliff Barnes. And I'm the Crimson Cow. What's your secret identity? My sick crimson cow. Yeah. Well, what's your real name? <laughs> I didn't know if you talked or not. Or you just... It was the son of somebody, I remember. Just <laughs> oh. like the daughter of Justin Hammer. Oh. Justin Hammer. I really don't want to talk about the last episode because I still have some uh, raw nerves over that whole <laughs> trivia debacle. <clears throat> My failures... I listened to it like it was the first time I'd heard it the other night. <laughs> yeah. Well, I like uh, he posted the picture of Spider-Man dressed up as Daredevil. He looked a little butthurt over that one. Yeah, uh, because that's happened many times in comic book history, and I was denied the correct points for that answer. But hey, well, it's, that's why you always got to start that question with, and the continuity of such and such should have been a challenge. Well, just more motivation for next time to come out even harder. That's right. So what have you guys been up to this week? Evidently a lot. There was like some kind of mega con. Super con. I'm not talking about the San Diego Comic Con. I'm talking like the River City Comic Con. Yes, sir. We're like famous now. Yeah. We were on a panel. With Seth making the best second entrance of the day. I must have missed the first one. You did. <laughs> it was by the girl. So, was it a success? Yeah, it was a very successful. Uh, the weather was a little out of hand. It was like the hottest weekend of the year. <laughs> there were a few technical difficulties with the air conditioner that uh, caused a few gripes. But if you put that aside, everyone seemed to have a good time. We had a huge crowd. Uh, just, I crunched the numbers again. And there were actually more people there than I thought when I first looked at the book. So we had a little over 700 paying adults. So between the ticket sales and some on-site donations, we raised over $500 for the Washington County Special Olympics. Nice. Fantastic. And I got to tell you, I know it was hot in there, but when you get that many good-looking, hot, sexy people in one room, it's about to be hot. The roof was on fire. At least that was my running trip for the day. It was a great it was a great con for me. I just had sketch covers and business cards and I was busy all day up to the panel. Uh, and then the panel was a blast too to get there get to sit there and actually pretend you know what you're doing. It's great. It's my life in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely and it was a bit cooler in the panel room too. So I hung out for a couple of them and I did get a sweet ass print from Sean Langley. Uh, his Cthulhu print, which uh, evidently, I guess you guys didn't know that Cthulhu has a Mexican brother named Chulu. Found that out. He might make appearance in a future episode. Great. <laughs> Just uh, one of you guys. Get the Anti-Defamation League on the... On the, on the uh, so we're saying we went and saw the killing joke. I saw Batgirl's bra. Well... Spoiler warnings. Let's tell people if you don't want to review, turn it off now or come back later after you watched it. 
Now you can talk about Batgirl's boobies. <laughs> I didn't see those. I must have blinked and missed her boobies. I gotta say, the worst part of the movie was when it first opened up with the old DC logo that I'm so happy is gone and out the window. That was the worst part. The yeah, DC logo. The the band the band aid logo. I have hated that from day one, and I'm so glad it's gone. It excites me every time I see something with a new logo on it. Well, the the comic itself is 30 years old, so. There's probably no, I mean, you probably aren't going to be spoiled by that, but there were some new, there was some new, uh, except prologue. Michael never read it. Yeah, well, I knew the, I except knew, half the people at this table who haven't read it. <laughs> well, I knew what happened, but there was a guy on, on my Facebook feed that was like complaining that he, he basically got yelled at for spoiling the killing joke. He was like, spit out forever. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna give away a few significant plot points. So, like I said, if you don't if you don't want to know anything about what's been added, skip ahead a few minutes. Skip a bit, brother. I'm sure you'll put it in the link of the notes. Maybe. Maybe. Well, they added an extra day there at the end, so it was out for two days, and it made almost four million dollars. Yeah, so pretty nice. good. A bunch of people went and saw it. Now you can buy it on online. But uh, you know, there's a lot to like about it. The, you know, Mark Hamill. Was awesome, you know. Just the, they they had extra stuff. They had like little documentaries before and after. It really showed off mm-hmm. the work he puts into it. I was really impressed, and, and the music, how they did that, that was great. Yeah, I remember tuning in in the '90s and not being able to. I couldn't even picture Mark Hamill making that voice. It was all you know. All right. I knew was Luke Skywalker. I was like, how does he even make those sounds? <laughs> Yeah, it's amazing. Like, they were talking about where Mark Hamill gets that voice from or comes up with that. It's, he's got to be, be some kind of demon deep inside of <laughs> him comes out. I would be afraid to be married to him with, with a voice like that. Oh, just the, like, when, you know, when the Joker comes in and shoots her, those lines straight out of the comic, him he delivered them, like, and it was amazing. I just brought them to life. Like, I... I you know, you just imagined, you know, how they would be said, and he, he really was awesome. I love that. That really was, like, creepy, because that's some pretty mm-hmm. serious stuff pretty dark. he says, yeah. Um, Did it really need to be rated R, though? Was there anything... It seemed a little... Like, that maybe was just a gimmick. Um, I mean, yeah. it was kind of dark, and there were some... Well, there was two points, I thought, where it was kind of iffy on... Yeah. But I think it was more on where your brain went with it, Um or your brain. Yeah, my, mine always goes to the deep dark corners. But <laughs> I got to say, I love the whole theater's reaction when Batman grabbed Batgirl's butt. That was like <laughs> a groan of disappointment, I, I, I think, across the board. I don't know. Did you guys feel the same way? Yeah, I, I, it just wasn't necessary for that no. to be a plot point. Now, I'm, I'm assuming the whole thing up to... Like the pop, um, the rain, yeah, you know, it should have started where it was raining. That's how yeah. the comic starts. Okay. Then, so. Like the whole, you guys fill in the blanks. Prologue. That's what I was going for. That was a bit much. <coughs> um, I liked it at first. I liked the, you know, the Batgirl character. Uh, I, I was interested in that story. It was just. The fact that she was so worried about Batman was all about yeah him and not she just it wasn't enough and that was what, weird because it kind of changed her character a bit like very much so 
from her being such a standalone character, like always on her own and trying to prove that she's just as good, it kind of made her like a, a girlfriend. Yeah, oh, a jealous girlfriend or something. Yeah, not not jealous, but just so worried about what her boyfriend thinks about everything. It was just annoying. I love that. Batman almost ghosted her. That was great. Like I thought totally it would have been better seen <laughs> if he would have not answered her and he just totally ghosted her. That would have been I mean yeah, he's, he's a like, pimp. later. I've got things to do. It wouldn't have bothered me nearly as much if it had added something we talked about this afterwards, like the the whole women in refrigerators thing. We've talked about that before on the podcast. That a a female who's put into danger or tortured or killed just to spur a male hero to action. And that's, it's an old, uh, standard in superhero comics. You know, you tie the girl to the train track so the dashing hero can go save her. Killing Joke is a pretty bad culprit of that. That's, you know, Barbara Gordon has no screen time in the book except to get shot. And then he literally takes the commissioner around, like, look what we did to your daughter. Isn't that gonna, you know, make you insane? And then Batman has to go save the day. So I thought, okay, it's 30 years later. We're in a more enlightened time. We're going to give Batgirl her own story. This is going to give her... This is going to spur her motivation. We're going to see where she is leading up to this. And it didn't do that. It made her more the helpless female girlfriend. So I'm not sure where they were coming at with that. I'm surprised she didn't have a bat purse. (laughs) That would have been great. I thought it was over the top. Like, the most cringing I did in the whole thing was when the villain at the beginning, Paris Franz, said she it must be her time of the month when she was mad at him. I was like, oh, it just made me ill. Or like when I was the, like, that's the best you could come up with to put there. And the killing joke. Yeah. When the prostitutes leave his boat and she throws that mask over and it's obviously a reference to Batgirl. I mean, the story's supposed to be dark and disturbing and depressing, but they pushed it a little too, like in those directions where it was just kind of weird and sexist too. Yeah, it was a little over, overly sexualized in some parts. And the book, there's it's all it, there's it alludes to, you know, the Joker shoots her, and next time we see her, there are just naked photographs of of Barbara, and so you can decide what you thought happened between that time. But the movie makes it pretty clear. There was an assault made. Mm. Well, just in case, if you didn't realize it at first, the other prostitutes they meet on the street let you know that he hasn't been around. So Yeah, so they're obvious that where if you wanted to read it a different way in the graphic novel, you could, but the movie you know spells it out. Yeah. So, all in all, it's worth the trip. Yeah. But the, the ba- I, I will say the Batman Joker... Like, this back and forth, that was on point. That was perfect. Like, their interaction back and forth was perfect. And the, uh, another thing that, you know, we saw they in the when they were talking about the music afterwards, because in the comic, there's a routine the Joker does with, oh, yeah. you know, he sings a song. and I love the reference Batman and or, uh, Batman Brave and the Bold. I was like, yes! <laughs> and they brought it to life, you know, they put it to music, and it was very well done, just I was really impressed. If they'd have just made, I mean, it'd have been short, but if they would have just recreated the killing joke, mm-hmm. that all of that was fine. I enjoyed all of that. It was the extra stuff that I, I enjoyed till I saw where it went. You know, I, I was excited, like Jordan was saying, I was excited for them to add something 
to Batgirl to, you know, make you know seem like she wasn't just the person that got shot, but then it just didn't pay off. So, and there there were some weird like laughter in the theater when he's at the circus and all the freaks are coming out. You know, on the printed page, the little weird uh, dwarf people with the, mm-hmm. <laughs> the strange the googly uh, eyes. Yeah, yeah, like that's just kind of disturbing on the page. But when they came out on screen, people kind of laughed at yeah. it. So. Well, a lot of that has to do with the style from Brian Boland, too, because mm. it's a little bit more demented versus what's on screen with more simple lines. In the comic, you don't even see what happened to those characters. They just kind of, uh, you know, he goes and gets the Joker. But in the movie, he, like, fights, you know, Batman fights all those people. Oh, yeah. They definitely added a lot more action. Yeah. Like, every, you know, 15 minutes, like, oh, he needs to fight somebody quick. Right. Killing jokes a lot of talking and discussing and <laughs> debating moral uh, <laughs> moral ambiguities. So, my final question about it, did he kill the Joker in the end? What are your guys' thoughts? Well, Alan Moore says no. Yeah. So, that's, I say no. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. did, they, there was nothing in the movie that they, that they tried to go that route. So, I, I, I yeah, they didn't even try to hint at that. There was no sirens at the end either. In the comic, they kind of mixed that. You could see the sirens come on the page, you know, and it blending with the laughter or whatever. But it they didn't even have that. It just you just hear the laughter. Anyway, it, it has good, good points. Yeah, yeah, it's good barbecue. Good yeah. time. <laughs> Shout out to Kaiser's Barbecue. It was delicious. It was with good people. Good times. So while we're on animation. There was some other news. I guess the Avengers cartoon is going to be called Avengers Secret Wars for a while. I, I, which cartoon are they talking about? Is it, it, it must be the regular Avengers cartoon that they're running on Disney XD because they had okay. the ultimate Spider-Man for one season was like Web Warriors. So, and like they had just recently, they had like an Ultron where it was like Avengers Ultron Rising or something. So they're somehow, like, they're trying to mirror, mirror the movie universe in their own little way. What? <laughs> crazy. <laughs> what a crazy idea. And I saw there's, like, a Batman Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles something. Is that a, that is a cartoon? or No, it's going to be a new comic, because they oh. did the six-issue. Oh, I thought it was a cartoon. Okay, it but it's based on the animated, it's a comic, but it's based on the animated Look of everybody. So, oh, okay. Yeah, they just did a six-issue crossover in the regular continuity. Sounds like the do. Nickelodeon. It'll be the Nickelodeon animated Turtles and the 90s Bruce Timm animated Batman. So Interesting. That could be cool. Could be something. And did you guys watch the uh, trailer for Justice League Dark? Yes. See, That's, I did. I thought that was that actually was good. pretty good. It had, mm-hmm. It's a John Constantine, which it's going to have the guy that Played him on the TV series, yeah, right. which is great. Matt Ryan's doing the voice, and then because they, uh, they've had an Arrow, like uh, Stephen Mel's, like done animated with mm. voices him. Yeah, yeah, they're little shorts, but it, it looked pretty neat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was I was impressed. It just all of those kind of characters: Black Orchid, Etrigans, Zatanna, Dead Man, Swamp Thing. I like their explanation for Black Orchid. That's pretty good. But and Batman, uh, they, Green Lantern. <laughs> Batman. Of course, he's in there. But he's the skeptic. He's the one that doesn't believe in magic and all this, and and so all this stuff's going on around him, and he's he doesn't believe yeah. in any of it. I feel like we've, we've been, been waiting, waiting on this movie, movie forever. Oh well, anyway, that Justice League Dark. I was just going to say I liked 
the way they were visualizing the magic that each of them were doing. It's like they, it was just for, for our, uh, just to be able to see some difference between each other. It was like they were all in their, a room, you know, they weren't really, <laughs> but it was just, they were in a, their own sort of magical room, you know. I can do that with my Oculus headset. Oh, really? Yeah, I was, I was, I was, I was uh, watching Netflix the other day on my Oculus 3D, and it was like I was in the snowy Alps, and I had this nice freaking pad, and I get up to walk in my bedroom, and right before I, I walk in my bedroom, I put my headset back on, and immediately stopped because according to the Oculus headset, there's a couch right in front of me. But my brain, like, it tricks your brain, so you stop. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute, I'm going in my bedroom. But please, I interrupted you. <laughs> that's, that's good. Let's just move on well, to... Well, uh, you said animation. I want to bring up one thing, because yeah. I know you guys did not watch it. Did anyone watch the Transformers Combiner Wars uh, nope. preview? Because it's nope. only going to be on, like, this new 90 app channel or whatever. I don't know who's behind it. But it continues... From the original Transformers movie. Like that timeline, it actually goes back to where there was peace on Cybertron. And actually, Starscream is a good guy. It looks really neat. The art blends animation with computer. It looks very sweet. Now we can move on. And it's going to be on what? Some 90 app or something. I downloaded that because it looks really cool. Um, but app. there's like all these new like entertainment apps that NBC Universal has one. Has a Dan Harmon show on it. Um, it is available on the Go ninety. Yes, Go ninety. Yeah, I have that too. I didn't know what it was. Thought it was you got the touch dot com. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get a crossing bush. crossing the streams and see hear some about this. Uh... I forgot to tell you what. Don't cross the streams. the streams. Excuse me, Egon. You said crossing the streams was bad. Cross the streams. Heat them up. Do Egon. Other con had some announcements on some shows. There was another yeah, comic con? There actually was. Yeah. Oh. Wasn't as big. Huh. I bet it was hot in there, too. I have no doubt. (laughs) Drop our knowledge. The first thing that I want to say uh, is Black Mirror is going to have new episodes starting October 21st. Is that going to be run by Netflix? Yeah, this is on Netflix. This is the show we've been... Are they producing it now? Mm, I I think I remember them saying something about that. that They were. They picked it up? They were, yeah, the ones doing it. But I, I love that show. Yeah. And so October 21st. But now let's talk about some of these trailers that came out for these Netflix shows, which the biggest one they showed was Luke Cage. Sweet Christmas, baby. <laughs> shimmy, shimmy, yo, shimmy, yo, shimmy. <laughs> yeah, they pretty much knocked that one out of the park with the Wu-Tang Clan. Uh, any other thoughts on that? Looks good. Uh, so, on a social commentary, someone mentioned something about him being black and being shot full of bullets in a hoodie. And they were trying to say that like that was referencing the it was a social commentary, and mm. I was like, no, I just think that's part of the trailer. Yeah, I I, I didn't think of that. I did, you know, I did see where it was stated. It's nice to see a 
bulletproof black man. Yeah. Strong black man that can, yeah, he kicks ass. He's he's cool. And they had a, a Defenders teaser. I, I thought that was a horrible teaser. <laughs> it was, yeah, very unmemorable. Um, and then even, you know, another small Iron Fist one. Those are both 2017. Luke Cage comes yeah. out in September, I think, and then those the, two are 2017. The Danny Rand one came very uh, off as very Arrow-esque with the trailer anyway. I'm sure it's completely different, but I just got that vibe from the trailer. And then they moved the uh, Daredevil Season 3 and Jessica Jones Season 2 to 2018. Along what? with along with Punisher. You have to wait till 2018 for all that. So that's, I could that, die before that. <laughs> you could die before 2017. No, I'm good, for, I'm good for 2017. 2018's <laughs> oh, iffy. Sweet. And of course, there's a. He just said sweet to be done in 2018. <laughs> no, no, that you get to. You've already been guaranteed 2017. That's great. Must be nice. We'll just find that other dimensional Michael Easton and bring him over from the oh, that's past right. dimension. Yeah. I'll cross over when I'm dying. Take my place. <laughs> just like I did to this one. Yeah. He'll appear back when Starscream was good. Um, Voltron, Legendary Defender, you love that. I've said. I hope they continue that on for a while. Well, because yeah. Season two was announced. They've done such a great job with season one. Buckrow, Bonsai, Kevin Smith, they're getting closer to a deal for Amazon, I assume, Prime. And Agent Carter, there was a lot of people yeah. wondering why Netflix didn't save Agent Carter after one of these petitions. Yeah, what was nothing. the reasoning behind that? It was the rights of overseas. With like, yeah, it was like distribution. It was like uh, we they didn't want the headache of having to mess with any of that. They just wanted a new idea or you know a new property that didn't have so many ties to other and they probably i think they they were something like they feel like they've already cornered the marvel universe they don't need another marvel show yeah so did you watch any of stranger things yet oh yes i love it like if you love any 80s b movie you will love stranger things I've heard it has things. so many freaking references i, I, I have heard a lot of great stuff i i, I watched it, the first episode mm-hmm. And I thought it was fine. What's well, a story like that can only be told because you couldn't do it in present day because of the fact that there is no cell phones, technology's not like it is today. Right. Like there's parts where they have to go to the library and pull up microfish uh, newspapers. I mean, a lot of the suspense and things that are happening in it lends itself to the time period very well. Versus, there's no way the same story could be told in a modern setting. Yeah, and I like that they weren't like throwing all all this '80s stuff at you. Like, hey, it's the '80s. Here's this pop can. Was what it looked like back yeah. then. Things like that. It, it was well done. But I, I did immediately think of you as soon as it opened up. They're, they're playing D and D. Yeah, they. Uh, it was it was pretty good. I'll give it. I'm at least going to watch another episode or two and see if I get more interested in it because I, I was kind of whatever with the first episode. It's kind of a slow start, but it, it gets, like, I'd say by the third or fourth episode, it really gets rolling. I think I'm on seven or eight. A lot of people like it. And I said, uh, Jordan has raved before about Fargo, the TV series. And oh, I, yeah, do betcha. Yeah. I had, I had never, I would, I like the movie. You know, this is, but I had never went, watched this new TV series. I, so anyway, on a Hulu, they had the first season and I watched it a couple weeks ago and it was so good. Oh my gosh. I love that 
and they don't have the second season on there. And I'm like, oh, I'm just buy it or what am I going to do here? <laughs> I assume it'll be before the third season starts. I will assume they're going to release it on there and I won't have to pay any extra, but it is all I can do to not watch it. Cause that, if you get a chance to watch season one, I, I, what thing is, all I ever heard was how good season two was. And I'm like, well, if it's better than season one, I, I can't even imagine it. I yeah. loved it. A lot of critics like season two better. I think I preferred season one just because I thought Billy Bob Thornton was Man, so good. It was so And good. Martin Freeman, those two playing off of each other. The, the second season is great, but I, I, I think I like the first one better, but it's it's close. It's a toss-up. Well, I see what they're... Uh, they're what, it wasn't until like the second to last or last episode that one of the characters said something. I was like, okay, obviously that's what the second season is going to be about. And I, and I, I looked up real quick to say, oh, okay, yeah, this character plays this character in the second season. I was like, okay, but man, it was just, it was so good. I couldn't watch it fast enough. So yeah, Billy Bob Thornton was awesome. And Martin Freeman, Bilbo Baggins was great in it. And there, you know, there's other people. I don't know the girl's name. I feel bad. Um, but it also had Colin Hanks. He did a good job. It's just really great. I can't say enough about it. That and, trying to think what other I, I can't believe i missed it in the last couple of years there was there's been a lot of stuff on but well the problem is is tv has actually gotten good again oh yeah what? there's too much yeah stuff that's what on. i mean like this stranger things people are like oh you gotta watch this i was like i watched an episode but there's so much great stuff i don't have time for good stuff mm-hmm. that's why i watched the first couple uh animal kingdom and I was like, I'm enjoying this, but I missed one, and then I just sort of let... Yeah, there's too right. much other stuff on to watch, so I just sort of let it slide. Right. Okay, so let's go on to movies. In a world, in the year 2017. In a time. Within this skyscraper high above the city. In a town. Driven by competition. In a world that's powered by violence. They had some trailers. Has, has anyone watched Tarzan? No, no. I've heard really good reviews about it. Okay. Okay, that's all. <laughs> I just wondered. I want to. I want to see it, but it's probably already out of the theater. But I'm just curious. Yeah, I don't know if it's still out or not, but maybe you catch it when it comes on video and let us know. Okay. <laughs> that's your that's your job. Okay, so there was the big DC trailers. Whatever one you want to start with. First one I saw was Wonder Woman. Me too. Oh, that looks good. That looks I really love good. how DC is making it completely different from the Captain America movie, where it's in World War One instead of World War Two. So it's completely not even close. <laughs> so, to being so different. Yeah, yeah. Her shield is a little different, <laughs> and she's got a sword. It's, it's like such a it's different such a, Germans. They're fighting. It's a great idea, though, to put them in a different time period, different yes. setting. It's just the her on a World War One battlefield mm-hmm. was just amazing. It looks well, fantastic. I like the fact that we're not ignoring this whole history of Wonder Woman, where, like, with everything else we do, we shove it into present day and go, oh, it's just happening how- now, and ignore all this history behind and how things actually started. Yeah, I, I, I was, I wasn't, like, thinking, didn't know what I was going to expect from that movie or what I, how excited I'd be, but that's, Probably the one I'm most excited about. I even got excited at that the lasso blowed. That's because I was curious yeah. to see <laughs> yeah. how they were going to do that. Yeah. I was like, I like it. it looks good. <laughs> yeah. What you think, Jordan? Finally, I I said I I like like you said not like I said like you said the DC stuff just doesn't get me that excited. But this trailer is like okay, this they got right. 
this looks like Wonder Woman on the screen. She looks mm-hmm. strong and powerful and cool. Looks action packed. Looks good, female friendly. You know, message. I'm I'm all in for this one. And Christopher Pont is it? Yeah, make sure I'm right. Chris Pine. Pines. Pine. Pine. <laughs> you were right. You were right the first time. Yeah. Singular. There's not two pines. No. Wow, he plays he, he twin plays <laughs> Wayward Pines. My Pines. <laughs> he plays Steve Trevor and Steve Trevor's. Trevor's. <laughs> oh, no, you're just messing with me now. Jeez, Steve's. And, it's actually Steve's Trevor's. Uh, Stephen Trevor. Stephen Stephen Treverson from the um, Galactic Empire. Uh, I was just going to say in a little snippet that uh, my brother-in-law, Jamie Barnes, and I, we have this tradition that we take our mothers to go see all the new Star Trek movies uh, <laughs> that have come out. I don't care what you guys think. Uh, but anyway, it was a tradition that started with um, the first one, I think, came out around Mother's Day. So we've kind of made a joke. We make sure we take our mothers to every yeah, it's good one. Fun. And, and I will say tradition. Star Trek Beyond is the best one yet. It was a real movie. It was everyone was like mad when the first trailer came out. It, it was really good. I loved it. Was it more action packed? There was That's, tons of action in it. It's kind of what I've heard. So but yeah, we just the Star Trek was really good and awesome, and we loved it. What about the JLA thing, they basically just showed like a couple different parts of scenes. I don't know how I feel about Batman reversing because like agreed, he started like. It's like the continuity you have like Switch or something, and now he's more like the Bruce Tim Batman, like from the '90s animated show. He it's should be weird. running away from forming the Justice League, not the one doing it. Well, was he supposed to have started like changed his attitude after yeah. the this last movie? It, it took the I death assume. of a true hero to make him lighten up. And he got, it's like one death created him and then the other death defined him. The best meme I've seen in a month was one of those that had three stills from the movie. And the first one was uh, Ben Affleck saying, What's your mother's name? And the second <laughs> panel was Aquaman saying, Aqua Martha. And the third panel was, Welcome to the Justice League. <laughs> nice. So he's just going around asking heroes what their mother's name is. Uh, hopes they have superpowers. <laughs> now, for the trailer, I did love the. I did not like the Flash appearing in the Batman vs. Superman. However, what I've seen of this version of the Flash, I'm completely on board okay with. I like the interaction between the two of them. Which, which is, am I supposed to like this uniform better than the other one? I like the TV version better. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Compare and contrast your, uh, your, your CW Flash with your movie Flash. What do you think? I would take CW any day over it. The problem is, is I feel like the movie is... And same thing with Batman vs. Superman. Injustice is so big, that video game, like, and I think that's like they're trying to grab that audience because that, to me, looks very similar to that costume versus the TV version, which I don't understand. Like, going into Flash's powers, he doesn't need a suit because of friction. And, like, that's what they're trying to say. It's like this... NASA engineered, like, he's stolen parts off of it, so he doesn't burn up, like, that's not the way it works in the comic book. I don't know why they have to explain that, like, that way. I didn't care <laughs> for it. The, uh, the 
the black with the red didn't do anything for me as far as that one. Which I actually thought it was going to be a full red suit. Like, we'd seen a little on Instagram a few months ago, uh, like a picture of it in the background. It looked very red and very shiny. And I thought, oh, this is something I'm going to be able to get behind. And now seeing it, I'm just like, nope. And even changing, like, the shape of the insignia. It's like, it's a circle with a lightning bolt. Yeah. Why do you have to change that? And his lightning was white. Yeah, it's blue. Like, it's whitish blue. Yeah, like, it, was, it didn't work for me. I'll stick with my beloved CW shows. I, I do like the, the picture still of the costume of the badass Aquaman that is in a green and orange suit, but it is the darkest orange and green that you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. I. They've got the Flash, like, seems like a kid compared to everybody yep. else. It's it's feels like they're just trying to. This is going to be their Spider Man, you know. Yeah. You know they're trying to. They have to have somebody to appeal to the kids, I guess. Well, they even said he has a different costume, and billionaire Bruce Wayne like redesigns his costume. Like that sounds somewhat similar from another Marvel movie. <laughs> and there was a Doctor, another Doctor Strange trailer you're saying you really like that for those that can't well obviously you guys can't see my my eyes just like flew out of my head and went around in circles and came back in <laughs> whoa that looks freaking spectacular the like if you loved inception you're obviously gonna like yeah, this they, movie they made a big deal months ago saying even if you don't like 3d and i avoid it like the plague <laughs> they're like you should really do it for that movie i'm sure they're going to push that because it, it seems like it's going to be heavy on the 3d yeah it looks very visually intense i just was more excited about his cape flying around and stuff you know at the end of the trailer i just really like the way he his outfit looked my initial reaction was i watched it and i was just kind of like okay it looks cool there it is. But this is probably the first Marvel movie that I'm like, oh, I gotta go. I, I, I have to go out and see this. I was just like, I don't, I don't know. This. Well, what I like like most about it is it doesn't seem to be the same Marvel formula. Like we've gotten so used to the same kind of formula where this one to me feels different. I'm a little worried that Marvel's gonna push the boundary a little too far. And that's going to be the beginning of the fall. It's in, okay, I'll in, the, off in the, the movie first in the movie film. universe. Like Guardians, I thought you know we're out in space and everyone's like, oh, this is not going to you know it was very character driven. Characters people loved. This one, I'm just like, I don't see how they're going to incorporate take that and incorporate it into the rest of the universe that they've developed, and anybody's really going to care or hold an interest in it. Harry Potter? It'll be fine. Well, I'm not a Harry... <laughs> He's not a Harry. Uh, not a Harry Potter fan. So. Well, there's some out there. Yeah. Okay, you can continue on. Anyway, Suicide Squad is, I guess, going to be a lot longer than 100 minutes. That was false report. But... The bigger thing was you had a big theory about yeah, Jason Todd and did I wage anything on that? Oh, I we'll have to go back in the archives and because I was like, I was like, damn it, 
Michael was so sure that the Joker was going to turn out to be Jason Todd and that they're saying no. Well, because they kept saying that this is in the same continuity of the Dark Knight. I have, I know I did not, I'm not making that up, that there's various references to the Christopher Nolan Batman movies, that it's the same universe. So I was trying to make the connection. The Joker died in that one. Okay. What? I, I had not heard that. Wait a minute. <laughs> okay. Did he not die? No, he didn't no, die. Heath Ledger died, but the Joker. Wow, I mixed the reality up with because Jack Nicholson's Joker uh, died in the original '89 Batman, but that Joker did not. Oh. <laughs> and there was no Jason Todd. So maybe you're going to fake die in 2018 or whatever. Yeah. I want to rethink well, that. I'm going to have to go back and look at my reality. All right. <laughs> <laughs> go back and look at my reality. And but fl- I will say with Suicide Squad, when it first started trailers, I hated it. Didn't want anything to do with it. Now I really want to see it. Yeah, I didn't watch this last one. It was really long. It was like almost three minutes long. I was like, I'm not watching this. Too close to the movie coming out. I don't want to. I don't want to see it anymore. The uh, they were saying the Batfleck Batman movie is supposedly going to be set in Arkham. Mm-hmm. The what? The next Batman okay. movie. Right. Challenge your imagination to come alive and to battle with the creatures of Dungeons and Dragons. 52! You shot my battleship. <laughs> I got a bingo! What do I win? It's Operation the Wacky Doctor's Game where you're the wacky doctor. Battery's not included. I am ruined. My turn. Shall we play a game? This is just a little thing for anyone who plays video games that those Telltale. Telltale video game comes out August 3rd. Next week. And what's the, what's the video game of? Batman. Sweet. Has anyone seen anything about Overwatch? Anyone tried and played it? Well, evidently, it's huge. And from what I've seen about it, it looks really cool. And it sounds like there's going to be some comic books coming out of it, too. I think you just revealed how old and out of touch we really are. It's like, you these kids play these games today. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, we were pretty hip there for a while talking about trailers and new movies. But when we get to the video games, we're all so out of touch. I want to play video games. I just don't have the time. I'll definitely be playing the Batman. I don't play Overwatch because it's a perfect well, we were a lot more excited talking about the classic NES games and Atari games <laughs> yeah. than we are any of this. <laughs> well, speaking of that, I don't understand. Like everyone's like, "Oh, well, Sega's coming out." I'm like, "Sega's already had theirs out. I have it. I have this one with all the old games on it. I don't know what they're talking about." I Maybe you brought it from another dimension. I played Older Beast on Christmas. I mean, come on. I think they're putting another one out with more games. Oh. I think is the idea. Anyway, Marvel had some footage, but people, it didn't actually get released. Uh, you know, if anybody's seen it. 
I what have, do they have footage They showed some uh, Rose Alex and stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of baby Groot. Apparently, mm-hmm. baby Groot's still going to be teeny. Yeah. Well, I saw and Yondo's of, got his, his yeah. fin back. Yeah. I was like, apparently some, row or something? Apparently someone had stolen it during the previous movie. Is what I, that's what I read. That was James Gunn is Gunn's uh, brother. I just thought that was, you know, they, they're not in any hurry to release any of that either. So that's stuff you, you, you probably haven't seen, but it was a big hit, I guess, in holiday or wherever they were showing it. Disney still, again, seems to save their stuff for their D23 conventions a lot, too. When is that? Uh, next year, 2017. But he did kind of hint, but maybe the next Marvel movie, you might see something afterwards. Oh, I know of a trailer I bet none of you saw that just came out. Sure. Well, let's hear it. The Gilmore Girls trailer. Oh, you're you you would be correct. It was my wife was immediately like came like come here come here come here, and they're gonna release all four Gilmore movies. I think Christmas because it's all it's like for four seasons and she's all over it. This month is the 30th anniversary of Big Trouble in Little China, and there was a great <laughs> one of those an oral history of Big Trouble in Little China. There's a great. Some behind-the-scenes things I didn't know about and some really interesting stuff. If you like Kurt Russell as much as I like Kurt Russell, you should check that out. Now, did I see like a crossover like mm-hmm. comic between that and Escape from New York? Yes. Okay. They're going, Jack Burton and Snake Plissken are going to team up <laughs> on the comic page. <laughs> and the pillars of heaven are going to shake. As always, I'm the most illustrious Michael K. Easton. My name's Jordan Lowe. I'm Cliff Barnes. Two scoops out.